And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I want to thank you for joining us today. A few months back, I attended our Lifestyles Unlimited Expo. And if you don't know what our Unlimited, our, our Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Expo is, it's the largest real estate gathering of its kind in the United States. Literally over 6,000 investors uh, will all come together. We get together, we network, we have breakout classes. Uh, we have opportunities to tour apartment communities that our lead investors have put together and the passive investors have invested in. They get to see those apartment communities, walk them, learn how that lead investor took a poor performing business and is working to make it a great performing business, understand how it cash flows and what makes it cash flow and what makes it work. In fact, in 2023, we'll be having our expo in Irving, Texas. So you may want to make plans now. That'll be February of 2023. There are several different reasons why one would attend the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Expo. One, you may be new to real estate investing or you're considering real estate investing. So you would attend our expo, take some of our breakout classes, meet other people just like yourself, ask a lot of questions, learn a little more. Another reason and one of the primary reasons why I attended expo was to meet lead investors and lead investors are people who would go out and purchase these apartment communities. They're known as syndicators outside of Lifestyles Unlimited, and they would gather passive investors to go in the deal. But I want to meet lead investors, one, to see if I'm a fit in their strategy. I want to learn more about who they are. I want to learn more about what part of the country they invest in. I want to learn what their goals are. And then they, in turn, get to learn a little bit about me. We need to be a good fit for each other, for instance, just to see if this is a relationship that we want to continue forward, and then if so, then someone like myself would indeed invest in properties with this lead investor. So I'm there, and I'm walking with a friend of mine. His name's Jared. He's been on the show before. He's also an active, passive investor in apartment communities like myself. I'm introducing Jared to leads I know. Jared's doing the same on his end and introducing him to leads that he knows. My friend's basically networking 101. And we get to a part of the room and Jared says, have you invested in Arizona? And I say, I haven't. I really want to. I like the market. I like the metrics. I like what I see. I like what I hear from other investors that have invested in Arizona. I just haven't had the opportunity to do so. And Jared says, well, let me introduce you to my friend uh, Vibo. And I have on today's show, lead investor from Arizona, Vibo. Vibo, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Hey, good morning, Mike. Um, great to be here. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy, and we'll get into just how busy you are here in a little bit. But why don't you provide us a little bit of background about yourself? So I'm uh, uh, basically from India. I came here in the uh, uh, United States in uh, 2006. I, I was working in an IT, uh, IT job, and uh, I had my own firm uh, from 2012. 
So I was into IT management and consulting business. I also completed an MBA after coming to USA and uh, uh, worked in IT for 14 years. Uh, married to uh, uh, Como, my wife, and two kids, uh, Ayan and Anya. And uh, then, uh, you know, I, I started uh, um, working. I, I used to be a stock trader, I, uh, like a uh, day trader. I used to do the day trading also, and I, I went into deep, deep, deep with futures and currencies and uh, uh, commodities, auctions, everything. Yeah. And that didn't, that didn't go well, very <laughs> well. Uh, so I started uh, finding the right, uh, you know, energy. Where, where can I spend more energy? And that's yeah. where I started investing in uh, single family homes. Well, uh, I know a little bit about that side. I've, I've played in that area myself. And, heck, you're a busy guy. So you have your own firm. You found time to get an MBA. At the same time, you're married uh, with children and doing all this and trading. Uh, that's, yeah, you're, you're a busy man. And then you found something else, um, literally real estate, to keep you busy. And you've done, looking at your portfolio, you've done really, really well there in Arizona. Just to clarify, um, you've purchased 10 multifamily properties and you've sold three. Is that correct, Vibo? Uh, that is uh, uh, correct. So, yeah, one was the portfolio. Okay. Um, yeah, that's in such a short amount of time. By joining in 2016, it's pretty incredible what somebody can do in seven short years when they put their mind to it. And um, we have just a little bit of time left, but why don't you tell us what's happening in Arizona? What are the dynamics of the Arizona real estate market? Uh, Arizona has been great uh, from for many years, as we know. Uh, number one, it, it, you, it was the number one uh, uh, part of the country yeah, for rent growth. A uh, number of years, three, four years in succession. And the main reason was, uh, you know, I think the jobs were getting created. The mass migration was big here. Yeah. There were a lot of people moving um, inside, uh, coming to Arizona. When I when I when I saw the news and reports, it was 100, 150 uh, every day. Um, that migration and that new migration, and then it became 200. And last time I read, uh, it was 300 people moving in every day. I'm Mike Harrison. If you miss any parts of the show, you can always pick us up on your favorite podcast app there on your smartphone. Just subscribe to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. That's the way I do it, and the show automatically uploads when a new show comes out. And that way, if you're driving somewhere, working in the yard, taking a walk, what have you, you can just tooth it up and stay current and listen to the shows there. Uh, YouTube, we have our own YouTube channel, ton of content. You can absolutely get lost in it. Everything from case studies, the radio shows, of course. Uh, you'll see people walking single-family properties and pointing out um, what they're going to do to rehab it, how they're going to make it a great property. And then, as always, our website, lifestylesunlimited.com. I have on my show today a guest, lead investor from the Arizona market, Vibo, and Vibo has been a very busy man. He came to the United States in 
Uh, Vibo, what did you say? Was it about 2012? Is that correct? Uh, 2006. 2006. Okay, I left six years off, started your own IT firm, found time in between to get married, have children, uh, get your MBA. So uh, you're obviously a guy that doesn't sit around and, and waste time. Then you began looking for something different. Obviously, you realize that stock market investing may not be the friendliest way to build wealth over time. You found Lifestyles Unlimited, and then since then, you've purchased 11 different apartment communities, um, some of those very, very large. We'll get into that later in the show. And, and you've done that all in a very short amount of time, including very two very significant accomplishments that I want to get into. The first one... Vibo, and I think you probably know where I'm going because you've done something that, uh, at the very least, most of us on the outside would think uh, is impossible or just extremely difficult, and that's because you were able to purchase that first apartment community in California, and, and nothing against California, just to say that real estate is very, very expensive, and it doesn't always work with our model but you purchased a 28 unit in California for if I'm if I'm reading this it was 1.825 million dollars and just doing the math that's only $65,000 a door that's a bargain in Dallas Texas how did you find that property well Mike that was in 2017 let's remember those times right right uh, and then I was uh, I used we we used to be in Bay Area. We used to live in California. Yeah. And my my single family market where I used to buy single family is uh, there was no cash flow. There is no cash flow in buying anything in Bay Area. Yeah. So I wanted to go after cash flow, and so I found this market, Sacramento, which was uh, one and a half hours uh, driving from my home. Yeah. And so I, I I I knew that market, and that's where I uh, once I joined Lifestyles, I got some uh, I I got the education, I got the training and um, help from the mentors, and that uh, helped me pull the trigger on this uh, 28 units in Sacramento. I think um, every everyone except except me was were skeptical that if the sale will work. Yeah. But uh, I think at that time, um, where the houses were, where the apartments uh, per unit was like 90000 100000 a door, yeah. I was able to find this off-market deal. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, that's how I was able to get this 65000 per unit uh, community. It was pretty rough, you said? Yes. Um, I. Yes, absolutely. I, I would imagine such at 65 a door, but even back then, that just sounds low to me, but I'm no expert on the California market. I'll be the first to say that. Um, so what did you identify? Obviously, it needed a lot of CapEx uh, to improve the property, but what did you identify as the opportunities um, on this property? So um, um, I, uh, what I was looking for, a self-managed uh, owner, uh, who was just doing this as a as a as a hobby rather than as a business, right? And and then um, you know uh, it was a lawyer who was uh, owning it, and he had one person who was managing, who was fixing tubs and tiles and paint and everything, 
and it was uh, it was it, it needed very high deferred maintenance, and then yeah. uh, I think the rents were too low. So that's that was uh, I, I thought that this is the one. If I if we fix it up well, if we uh, run it professionally, we will make some money on this. Yeah, you turned that property nicely. Um, obviously, you had to go in and do quite a bit of CapEx on it to improve the property and, and make it a better, more functional place to live. But uh, what a great first property to to cut your teeth on. What Did you have any fears prior to going into this? I mean, real estate is completely different. Um, you've got an electrical engineering background. You've got an MBA uh, you've been a, a business owner, and then here's this real estate, um, which is just completely left field from some of the background that you have. What were your fears prior to purchasing this? Uh, well, I, there were there were fears, and I would say it was more, um, you know, kind of uh, if I can do this, but but you know, with lifestyles um, and the support and education. And the mentors that we have, I think uh, that made it uh, the transition much more easier. Um, I went into this property as a as a hybrid property, but it turned out to be a value deal with with a lot of work that I I was not expecting to do on my first property, and uh, ended up learning a lot and uh, doing a lot of work. So. Um, all the way, I think uh, I had uh, a community who was much more knowledgeable than me, uh, who was ready to help, and mentors who were ready, operational consultants, and I think all of those, uh, I was able to take help. So I, I used to run big teams in IT, yeah. and I just uh, knew that the power of team is just much, much better than just going alone, right? So I was just able to use uh, all the resources that Lifestyle provided uh, to use into this uh, property and to learn from it. What a great first property because of the fact that you did learn a lot, and that's what we want our leads to do. We want our leads to be involved in that first property, uh, everything from management to the CapEx to running the business to the books to the accounting. Um, essentially, when you have passives in a deal, that's a you're syndicating a partnership, and so you've got to learn that side of the business. So, what a great first property for you to develop and hone those skills because you've obviously taken it to the next level by going to Arizona and then just looking at the portfolio that's grown incredibly. And I want to get into that side of it. Um, we're up against a break, but I want to talk about that when we come back one of your properties so this was a 28 unit one of those was a 440 unit property what a what a huge difference between those two and i want to talk about that got questions call lifestyles unlimited at 855-497-4335 the real estate investor radio show continues next the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, not because that's the way it's set up, but because of the knowledge. When put into action, knowledge is power. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we empower you to live the lifestyle of your dreams through passive real estate income, 
For over 30 years, our successful members share their knowledge through case studies, classes, and mentoring. Tap into the knowledge. Attend a free workshop online. Register now at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, where, as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I'm Mike Harrison. If you have any questions about Lifestyles Unlimited, about how to get started, about real estate investing, about anything at all, please send me an email. I do respond personally. My email address is askmike at luinc.com, askmike at luinc.com. If you'd like to learn more about Lifestyles in unlimited and what we do uh, purchasing properties that cash flow single-family properties and multi-family properties how we make money five ways on a single-family property I suggest you attend our lifestyles unlimited workshop that's at lifestyles unlimited workshop.com you can tune in no obligation at all all you need liter literally is an internet connection I suggest you do it with your partner your best friend or anyone that may have an interest in your real estate investment path and you can ask questions there so I have real estate lead investor from Arizona Vibo on the show today and Vibo started in 2016 he was looking for a better way to grow his wealth and create passive income and Vibo did something that many of us thought was next to impossible and he found a great property in California he improved that property he made it a better place to live functional pla place to live he improved the business aspects of the property and then Vibo how long was it until you sold that property uh, just a little over one year so 13 months okay so a quick hold and then how many passive investors were in the deal with you uh, 10 10 okay and for you listeners out there this was an $8.25 million purchase, so Vibo got together. He found 10 people that liked his business plan, liked what he was going to do with this property, and they said, Vibo, I'd be happy to invest with you. They handed him money. They purchased this property. Vibo, as the lead investor, improved the management, improved the property. They sold it, and they all made a nice return. Now, Vibo, around this time, you made the transition to the Arizona market how was that during the ownership of this or was it soon after you sold this property give us an idea of the timeline there uh during um so during the when when i used to own this uh, i just wanted to find a better and a bigger market uh to scale my business and to scale the properties uh, sacramento is a small market yeah so i was trying to find uh, i had narrowed down many uh, markets uh, including Phoenix and Tucson. So I uh, finally decided that and started uh, coming to Phoenix and Arizona from 2017. So I used to travel. Okay. At that time. So you had an idea of the dynamics of, of Arizona, and uh, that's about the time Arizona really, well, maybe a little bit before then, but when the market really started taking off with all the uh, people moving to Arizona, the jobs, the economy, everything's starting to boom so you got in there uh, at a really really nice time now I had teased earlier two accomplishments uh, that you had two wonderful accomplishments not to mention uh, your engineering background and your MBA and owning your own business and getting married and having kids but on top of that 
you purchased the property in California, successful purchase, and then you also retired. How old were you when you retired? Um, and then put that in the timeline of uh, your investing here in Arizona. Uh, I was uh, 34, maybe, at that okay. time. So <laughs> 34, 35, I think yeah. that's when I retired. Um, yeah, but that was just two years after joining Lifestyles Unlimited. So, um, and, and, and not many years ahead of the, the planned retirement. Okay, so you uh, you were able to walk away from corporate America prior to making the big jump into the Arizona market in 34 years old. How wonderful is that? And and for you, those of you listening out there, when Vibo says he's retired, what he's saying is his passive income is coming in at such a level that it covers his monthly obligations. He doesn't need the W two job anymore. So he's able to walk away and concentrate on real estate. And boy, has he. Um, Vibo, we talked about, you've gone from a 28 unit to what I thought was a 440 unit, but it was actually two properties that you combined into one deal, 200 and a 240. But prior to that, I mean, you're not afraid of the large apartment community at all, and I'm just I'm just kind of looking here. You went uh, 28 unit to 64 unit to 208 to 160 to 304. That's a big one. To 56 to 144 to 68 to 364 units there in Tucson. So, what a jump! Tell me your thoughts on that property. Well, yes. Yeah, so that property. Uh... So we were looking uh, for a long time. It, it's a great story on, on that property. Um, so my third property, which was Casa del Coronado uh, in Tucson, uh, we bought in 2018, and then we sold it in 2021 uh, for, for a nice 275% return net to investors. And then um, all of my investors, most of my investors uh, wanted to uh, stay and invested somewhere, and yeah. that's where we. Uh, I, I tried to do uh, figure out if I can do 1031. Yeah. So we were looking for a good property from long time uh, while the the property was under contract, and then we found uh, standard ring free uh, the 364 unit, and so we did the 1031 on that. Oh. We sold we sold Casa for 135 a unit and bought this one for 115 a unit. So, and it's a it's a much higher class than what we sold. So it okay. was a great great fit. Vibo, I got I got to jump in there because I know you're an engineer and to you it's all math and uh, your voice is very steady. <laughs> but what you just said there is incredible. I'm, I'm telling you, I'd be surprised if you ever bought dinner again around your investors, because first of all, okay, you have this Casa del Coronado, and you returned your investors uh, in three years, 275% net return. That is absolutely incredible. Now, does that include the original investment, uh, or is that... Uh, no. That's not that in. Okay, so... To reiterate for the listener out there, if you were to invest with Vibo $100,000 in this community, after three years, he would say, thank you, here's your $100,000, and oh, by the way, here's an additional $275,000, 
And, but wait, it gets better. Rather than pay the capital gains on that $275,000, why don't we do what's called a 1031 exchange? And we're going to take this money, and if we 1031 exchange, it's an IRS rule, you can then go like, kind, and purchase. So you took all that money and you put it into a new property. By the way, cash flowing all the way through. So now your investors didn't have to pay taxes, and they're in this uh, this large property. Vibo, um, that is that's incredible. Um, that's that's a great uh, a great project. How's that standard uh, doing? It looks like you just bought it in February 2022. It, it is coming along very 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 nicely. So I think uh, the I think the lease trade outs are uh, almost 35 to 40 percent which is uh, what we were looking for. Uh, So I think it is uh, growing well. It's doing well. Yeah, I would say, and just the fact that you're able to put um, all those funds, the returns from the first property into this property, uh, it looks like your plan here is to refinance in 18 to 24 months. Um, Has that changed at all with the recent uh, ticks up in the interest rate with the Fed, or what are your thoughts there? I don't think the plans have changed. Maybe the returns uh, would be something uh, that uh, we were expecting. I'm Mike Harrison. I have a guest on the show today, lead investor from Arizona, Vibo. He has purchased 11 different apartment communities. He joined Lifestyles Unlimited in 2016. Vibo, what a ride in in seven short years. Uh, Let me ask you this. Um, When you first started taking a look at real estate and then purchasing real estate, here we are seven years later. Are you where you thought you would be? Never. I I didn't (laughs) think I I would be here. Uh, Didn't plan to be here. Just just wanted to start and uh, replace my single property cash flow and just increase it uh, to where I'm comfortable, but uh, never... Never thought I would be here after seven years. Uh, it feels great. That was a loaded question, if you couldn't tell. Um, you've been yes. incredibly successful. You're a young guy. Um, what's what's next? Are, are you a passive investor at all? We never touched on that. Yes, I am I am invested passively, totally. So I'm, I'm, I'm invested in totally 3,500 plus, almost 3,700 units. And yeah. uh, out of that, uh, it, it's like 50-50. So 1,800 plus units are my lead uh, units, yeah. and rest of them are passive units. Okay, so I guess we can look at this as uh, two legs of the real estate investment path. You've got your passive side. You've got your lead side. You've been very successful. Um do you have plans going forward to continue to grow both sides of those or to focus on one over the other? Um, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think I, I, I plan to keep going the same way. I think it is working, definitely. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm not going to stop uh, investing passively. Um, on, a, on the lead side, I will keep going, uh, you know, just mainly for my investors, yeah. Um, who always wants, who always motivates and drives me to find new properties. Um, so I think, and, and it's fun. So yeah. uh, I left, I left my IT career because just I was not having fun, and I wanted more fun. So I think I'll keep doing this, uh, but maybe Tesla route more, more often than than the lead route. 
Yeah, I, I like the plan a lot. And uh, for you listeners, in case you missed it, I like what you said about your passive investors. And we really do develop a relationship with our leads. So we get to know them well. We see them at our networking events. We see them at the expo. Uh, we end up becoming friends. I'm, I'm friends with a lot of leads out there, people that I didn't even know a few years ago. And you just develop that relationship side of the business. And when you find somebody that knows what they're doing, that understands the market, is successful in the market, by all means, you're kind of patting them on the back and saying, Hey, how are things out there? Are you still looking? What are you finding? What's going on? And, and you've been very busy that um, uh, you purchased that big property in February of 2022. And then the two unit portfolio. Um, when was that one purchased? That was also this year, correct? That's correct. Uh, so one, uh, the last one of that, we just closed it in June last month. Okay. So yeah, you're definitely, you're not wasting any time continuing on. Let me ask you a, another question. What would you say your keys to success have been? Uh, well, I, I like to I like to stick to basics. Uh, before I buy any property or while I'm in the market, try to remember what my mentors uh, um, taught me and try to always remember the basics, right? Uh, really, really, um, I'm big on the market and the sub-market. Uh, I am in Phoenix. I started in Phoenix, but uh, did not buy any property uh, or, or, a, or a good property, uh, bigger size and stuff, uh, after 2019. I just bought uh, one last year, December, but that was just a different reason. But I like Tucson. So in 2017, when I was traveling, I didn't like Tucson. 2018, I thought it is coming to the trend. So I like them. I, I try to get in the market first sub-market first, um, work on that, and once it is uh, uh, finalized, and that's why I was in Sacramento, um, where I was, um, and then try to buy right. Uh, I'm, I'm not looking for any, um, we don't, we don't uh, have fees and stuff in lifestyle, you know, for acquisitions and stuff, so we don't, uh, I don't, I'm not in a hurry to buy anything if we don't get it at the right price. So buy right, that's that's the mantra that I go with. Do conservative underwriting and, and buy right, and then continuous monitoring uh, of the asset and financials, right? Um, so that has kept me on the right side. And uh, the last uh, but not least uh, is the debt, what kind of debt I'm placing on yeah. uh, the properties. Yeah, I like that you said don't be afraid to essentially say no or walk away from the deal if the metrics aren't making sense or if, if the math isn't making sense. And then the debt's changing. Um, you're active right now in the market. You just purchased a, a really big portfolio there in June. So um, I, I guess you could see it from two sides. I can imagine you're well-known in your market. So as far as the lenders uh, and the banking side of it, you're probably getting as good a terms as, as anybody out there. But have you seen uh, where the banks are bringing a little less to the table? Um, I know they were at 80% not too long ago, but how has that changed for you? Yeah, uh, banks are bringing lower. And uh, it's mainly, you know, the asset prices have gone up. I remember the times when it was 80% and and. Uh, uh, 2019 property, I bought the 304 units. 
uh, negotiated a good price and got 80% uh, agency financing, six years I.O., and it was great, um, you know. Um, so now I think it is coming to maybe 65 to 70%. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think in all, all sense now, um, I think it's better to go uh, with a lower leverage uh, in current market uh, than just trying to, you know, squeeze uh, any any higher leverage possible. I agree with you. And for those listening out there that may not realize what Vibo is saying is less leverage really is less risk. If the bank is only lending 60 or 65 percent, it means that you've got that much more equity in the property versus 80 percent. You would only have 20 percent equity in the property. And now you might have 40, 45 percent plus any sort of appreciation on an annual basis. So it, it's really uh, a, there's a couple of silver linings here, especially for a guy like you, Vibo. Um, one, less risk, but two, uh, I bet there's passives that are tripping over themselves to get into, uh, to get onto your passive list and get to know you and uh, hopefully invest with you in the future. So if the bank is bringing less to the table, it means you can accept more passives into your deal, um, obviously. True. Very, very, very true. Yeah, that's what is happening. Well, Going forward, um, your children from the pictures are, are pretty young. Have you and your wife started talking about um, teaching them what you've learned in the real estate side and getting them involved as they get a little older in the business? Or, um, you know, their ages, they just appear young, so I don't know how that conversation's going or what your thoughts are there, but maybe you can share that. Yeah, um, we definitely plan on doing that. Uh, it's not started yet. I think they are still young. Yeah. But, uh, my elder one started, does know and started asking me, which apartment did you go today? Uh, what did you do? Um, how does the rent work? Yeah. Uh, what does bank, how do you pay bank? So he started asking questions, uh, those kind. We like to have, um, you know, them curious first and ask questions, um, so that we know what's the right time and when they're ready. But uh, I, I think in a couple of years, I think we'll start uh, uh, getting them involved um, uh, side by side. Yeah, they start asking a lot of questions. Um, and then obviously as they get older, they say, well, yeah, this is something I would like to do. I would like to find a way to on a single family property add another $400 a month or $500 a month to my income. And then they get real serious when they're about 20. They, they're like, yeah, okay, how do we start this? And so I'm kind of at that side now. When they were young, my youngest, I can remember driving her to look at uh, properties, single family properties that were really run down. Um, and it, it was always interesting to see because you know, as a young child, she's, you know, the house is abandoned, the windows are broken, there's a hole in the roof. Um, they're kind of afraid of it, but then when they see it at the end and you walk them through, it's, uh, it's a neat feeling. So, um, yeah, good for you, Vibo. You've, you've done great, uh, excellent portfolio in a short amount of time. I can only imagine what the next five or ten years would be. Um, we've got a little bit of time. What would you say for somebody considering investing in real estate. Do you have any thoughts there? 
Yeah, I would I would say just take education on uh, what you can do, what are the opportunities and possibilities out there. Uh, when I joined, uh, I, I never knew uh, that I can own, uh, we can invest in apartments, we can own apartments. Uh, I thought it was all, all big corporations. But uh, just take some education. There are a lot of opportunities out there. And once you do take education, don't don't wait and just take action to um, either buy yourself as an IRO or invest. Uh, but I think the education is key to get some confidence. Bye, Bo. Spot on. And I want to thank you for that. I think you're exactly right. And I thank you for sharing your time today. For those listening out there, I want you to remember it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. I'm Mike Harrison. Make it a great day and we'll see you next week. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.